Okay, now we're back going. He in plugging it in, he unplugged the podcast. <laughs> so we're gonna have to figure out how to do. I'm, I think I can splice that shit together. Or you can make it like two. You podcasts, can download pot one, yeah. two. Charmed and uncharmed. Oh god, this is so uncharmed. This is so fucking amazing. It's the blue color of yes. the sign of the logo, and it's where did you in, get this on eBay? It was an eBay Christmas. But it, but it hold it hangs. In other words, the mount is... It's like an exit sign. It hangs upside down. It's a clear piece of plexiglass then, that has the engraved Xanadu logo wow. in it. So it lights... Shit It's up, super Rick. awesome. Isn't I'm going to be the envy of so many friends. Tony, thank you. You're, you're welcome, and I love I hope, you. You'll have I love to put you. That, a picture of that maybe on the... I'm going to put that on the the Comedy Couch um, yeah. Facebook page. That's you amazeballs. You gave me the... Um, a Joan Rivers documentary. Yes, I did. Which I watched while I was laying here sick. Yes. And I watched the commentary. I didn't watch the commentary, but I did watch the extra features. How's the commentary? The extra features are d- disappointing. There's not that much, but the one quote that I like the best that I thought should have made the documentary is her, when she's talking about her will, and she says, like, in terms of, like, do not revive if I'm yeah. sick or whatever, her thing is if I can do get up and do an hour. Right. Then you revive only, me only, only revive. if there's an if there's a hundred percent chance <laughs> I, I can, that I will still be able to do an hour. Then you can do the procedure. Otherwise, just let me die. Which I thought was interesting. Yes, I thought that should have made the documentary. That was the one clip that I thought, oh, that's that's that should have been in there. Yeah, but talk about the commentary. Well, no, I mean people have to watch it or listen to it or whatever. It's it's funny because. It's just, I don't know. It's just interesting, and there's a lot of laughs in it, and everyone should check it out. It's her talking with the filmmaker, um, and and it's it's the Joan that you and I know, where she right. gushes, and she just loves everyone, and everyone's brilliant. Yeah. Because you know how she says about anyone when they're not in the room, you know, oh, where's Dennis? Oh, I love Dennis. He's brilliant. I love him, love him, love him. I, I, I'm begging. I don't want you to say I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Please get Dennis here. I love you. You know she said I'm begging you a lot. Yeah, she's not begging that? you. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We. Oh, Joan, we had to cut that joke for legal reasons. We can't say that. You know, Elizabeth Hurley has a tail. Yeah. I'm begging you. <laughs> yeah. I'm begging. That's such a good joke. I'm begging you. Well, uh-huh. honey, you don't have to beg me. You're a goddamn yeah. comedy legend, and I'm nobody. But I like that you're begging. Yeah. I, oh, she you also have a present from my mom in that uh, red bag right you there. Hitting me with the present? Just go get it, and just okay. be careful not to unplug the, unplug the show. comedy couch like I did. My mother uh, asked if we recycled. And I said, that's part of Dennis's, that's one of his duties in our non-sexual marriage that we have. And it was like, look, Dennis recycle. brings in the mail, I and like he the also does the recycling. So she got you a can crusher. I love it. So that our recycling thing will hold more cans, because she I, knows the Diet Coke has to be cans. I know. And so you I, I and you it's surprising how much money you can make recycling. Like I, when I take it all in, yeah. I I can go to El Pollo Loco twice. Good. Well, so there and, you go. And they'll so. be smiling cuz they just got Starbucks cards. <laughs> That's so amazing. So there you go. That'll Lay, crush your pants. I love it. Anyway. Thank so you, Mary what Beth. What else? What else? Um I um didn't go to San Francisco cuz I stayed him. I watched another What were movie. you sick with? What was I had an infected with? tonsil. God damn it. Um, I got a Are neti pot, which I'm obsessed with. I forget what that is. It's a The neti thing. pot is a thing where you put saline up one nostril, oh, and it goes shit. in your brain and swirls around and comes yes. out the other nostril. 
Now, is that a medical thing or is it kind of like a home remedy? It's a home remedy thing. I guess the ancient Egyptians did it yeah. like 2,000 years ago, and Holy it's shit. never been out of vogue. But no. the medical establishment has really embraced it in the past decade. Like, this is like better than taking a Claritin every day. Like, if people and do this meant every to day, do what? It just cleans everything out, and it's it's for congestion and allergies. Right and on. you do it when you're not stuffed up. If you just do it every day, it people don't get yeah. sick as often, and it helps prevent colds. And it just gets it flushes out the germs. Right on, because your mucus stuff. Okay, so I've been doing that this week, and I love it. I does love it feel how, weird to do it? What happens? It feels nice, and afterwards do you, it, it feels, goes in your nose. Yes. and where does it come out? The other nostril. Shit, a brick. So you lean over the sink. And I have a like it's like a squirt bottle, almost like a sports bottle. Yeah. So you put it in one nostril, and then you squeeze, and the pressure pushes it through and out the other side. Wow. The other way to do it is with like a little miniature teapot, and then you have to tilt your head at the angle and pour it in, so that it's then going downward and out the other side. That seems yeah. a little trickier to me. Right on. So I like feeling the pressure, and you can squeeze it a little and get a. A little more press. I don't know. It's oh, not violent. Wow. It's very nice. It's soothing. You use warm water. Anyway, nice. so I love my neti pot, but I watched a movie. I was really red boxing like a mofo. Like right I, on. you know, I'm pretty, I take a lot of showers and I don't like things to smell and I'm like kind of hygiene. I always like setting right. candles. Like I just don't, that stuff. And I spent four days in the same sweatshirt and sweatpants. Wow. Like I was just. You were so sick. Well, and it just was, I was just dirt. I mean, I wasn't like sitting in my own stool, but it was right. just like. Because you can't shave, shit for one and, thing. Well, that's true. I would have. And um, and so I just was like, you know, I took a couple of baths and bleh. Anyway, so I would only leave to go get drive through or Jamba Juice or Redbox. And there, so I basically went through everything at the Redbox. Now, I bet you're so fucking fast on Redbox. Push, 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 ben, click, yeah, yeah, yeah. and slide, click, click, out. out. Yeah. And also, I can reserve my movie ahead of time on my iPhone. Yeah. So I just walk up to the box, swipe my card, the movie comes out. Damn. There's no shopping, not a lot of lollygagging. Wow. Yeah. So um, anyway, I accidentally or in my drug-induced haze, maybe it was the NyQuil, I rented a DVD called Tyler Perry's Medea's Big Happy Family, the play. Oh, shit. <laughs> and so I put it in, and immediately there's a round of applause. That's and right. And this curtain goes up, and it's this, like, play. And it is so insane, and I really want people to rent this DVD. I immediately emailed Dave and Alonzo, yeah. our movie buff friends, of and course. was like, you have to get your hands on this, because you can't fucking let this train leave the station without you being on board. No. It's, is the train goody. leaving the station, oh, or it's is the train good. parked? eaten. Okay. Is, well, first of all, okay. So or is it like stage. Molly, which if we <laughs> build the train and tell people to get yeah. on it, it'll be a train. Well, it's that thing where, like, again, the NPR, they don't know who Tyler Perry no. is. They don't know about this. And I'm taking it, to, I'm bringing it to the white world. Yeah. I feel like I went and did some reconnaissance work, and yeah. I want people to know this is good. You should get on the Tyler Perry, the play train. Because I know the movies are terrible, but the play is so much more terrible 
that it becomes awesome again. It's terrible in a delicious way. It's terribly delicious. I laughed. The first act <laughs> of the play, I had the fucking time of my life. I was laughing yeah. out loud. It's silly and a little dirty. Right. And, but again, very Christian. And it's in this sold out theater in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. So I just imagined that if I were there, I would have been saying, ma'am, I can't see over your hat. Right. Do you know what I mean? And but it's like the sold out play, and they laugh at fucking every. Now, how old is it? Is it recent? It's or is like it... from this year. Wow. And he comes out as Medea, and of course the place goes ape shit. And but he's not wearing any makeup, and the wig it's is really Medea bad. in a box. It's fully Medea in a box. When Jack Plotnick does Evie, but he doesn't want to do the full makeup, and he's like doing some dog and pony show that I'm producing, I'm like, you know what, Jack, just do Evie in a box. So he brings the wig and some big glasses and that, and it's just maybe lipstick. a lipstick. Maybe. It's lipstick and sunglasses. So was and the he wig. doing Tyler? Was he it's doing Medea so in, in a box? <laughs> <laughs> and flats and just and half the time he uses the Medea voice but then half the time he talks like Tyler Perry half the time he's There's, probably doing business on let me tell you something email. there is no fourth wall yeah at Medea's house no okay mm-hmm. there's a lot of talking directly to the audience yeah but it doesn't start until the second act so all of a sudden it's like act two and now the rules are different right but no one maybe I maybe it's just the white people don't know I don't yeah. know they don't and then it's also it's a musical so these Damn characters straight. Sometimes they just are too overcome with emotion. Right on. That they have to say it in song, but it's those we don't really need a melody that just gets in the way kind yeah. of songs. Like we can just do a lot of riffs. What you talking about, Willis? A lot of that. <laughs> but like now, can you continue just that one sentence for four minutes? Wow. But to different speeds and tempos and with different riffs and runs. And there's a full orchestra clearly in the pit. And it's so terrible and wonderful it's wonderful dennis did you just watch it once through yes it's like two and a half hours long of course fucking the same as lame is bitches right i don't know what it's so it goes so far off the rails in the second act and a character dies and then it's awake and then they all are at the wake and they go what's your favorite old r&b song for no fucking reason yeah somebody asked that question and now everyone on stage does a song but now it's a real song. It's not an original musical song. Yeah. Now it's like an old Teddy Pendergrass song. Right. That at least I know. Yeah. But like, and some really good singers and some, wow. And the 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 morality is very hard to negotiate. Because yeah, it's murky. It's, I know that it's from my Christian-y limited experience. and Bible-y, but then it's also okay to hit people. Oh, yeah. And shoot. Revenge is big. Very big. And you, you seem to use the Bible against people more than to do something nice for them right it's more a tool of punishment right on i guess and there's a lot of threatening and not a lot of really affection but yeah there's a crackhead who then suddenly shows up in a suit and is no longer on crack i guess but that they don't mention that's not even the a story like It's so awesome. You just really, I feel like whole college classes could be taught on it. Well, he loves his weird tonal shifts. Because I went yes. to, the first day I worked on the Big Gay Sketch Show, our boss, it was a Medea opening. Mm-hmm. And we all went. And it was so insane. Because there's wacky comedy and then really heavy, yes. like hardcore drug rape yes. drama. It was like Flip Wilson meets The Accused. And it's For sure. just herky-jerky. Yeah, it's sort of like what I've always hated about The Lion King Yeah, is I think it's so beautiful. I don't want Timon and Pumbaa doing the fart jokes. No, don't eat it. It's like that's just for the kids. And I get it in the cartoon, but on stage, yeah. I really hate the way Julie Taymor 
fleshed out those roles and gave yeah. them more fart jokes. Yeah. Like, because it's such a beautiful theater piece and it's sort of very much like that. It's Medea yeah. with the fart jokes. But people, have, I'm going to rent I every one it. of these, the plays on DVD. We have to DVD make it a thing. Bring it back in 2011. Not the movies, but the plays on DVD. Yeah. That is where it's at. How did it happen? Did Redbox give you a gift or no, did you pick I it? No, I fucking picked it. Okay. I don't know what I was thinking. I was in a haze. I'd All seen right. everything You've else in the fucking machine. been your ass off. Yeah. Wow. That's really a good tip. Okay. Here's the other thing that is like big news, stop the presses. A whole reason to live in 2011. What? The Oprah Television Network. Oh, yeah. It premiered yesterday. Yeah. And there's a show on there called Season 25. And it's behind the scenes documentary crew, behind the scenes making of this final season of The Oprah Show. And first of all, you can't believe how much work goes into an episode. There are 10 different producing crews each with a supervising producer, and they do one show every 10 days. Wow. So she has 10 full staffs, basically. Each doing a show every And they're on a 10-day rotation. So that's how much time goes into a show. Yeah. And she is so horrible to this staff in front of the cameras. She is so dismissive and holier than thou. And these people, and they've all been with her for like 20 years. And even after 20 years of doing great work, I have not earned any fucking leeway. You're not going to trust me on this even a little bit, Oprah, that I think I can pull this show together for you. Like, I understand. I get it if it's a new employee that's been there three months. But she's got these women that have devoted 20 years, 15 years of hitting it out of the park every fucking day. And she fucking second guesses every move they make. She's constantly like, well... I don't think it'll work, but if you think like she's so negative, but then when the fucking Judds walk in, or Liza Minnelli comes in, or fucking John Travolta, yeah, she's a different person. She is right. so a different person around famous people than she is around not famous people. Oh yeah, and it's literally like I don't know how she's letting this go to air because it really doesn't I show her in the best. Good, I'm great. I love it because I love dissecting okra. Yes, Oprah. get a snack and sit down. <clears throat> it is un fucking believable well i love that she won't let susan boyle into the famous people club at all not having it and get this this is my only this is a sneak peek of my london trip which i'm going to go into detail in my next my next podcast they have a nickname for her uh, in london subo oh yeah i didn't know that she's subo oh yeah people call her that here oh i didn't know i thought i was bringing it back i thought i almost thought i had to declare it oh no no no. i was gonna i always calls her subo okay well yeah subo she is but um my friend Tom and I in New York City went and saw The King's Peach. The King's Speech. Which I saw last night. Isn't it terrific? It is tremendous, and I expected to be bored the whole time, and I never was. It was And, and it, beautiful to look at. God, that camera work. And it wasn't just because it was period neat looking. It was just artful. Oh, I loved it. But some big laughs. Yeah. I mean, I laughed a lot and more than the, I thought. The interplay between them. I, I don't begrudge it. Anything it wins if it wins things. Yeah. I, I really liked it. But before we saw it, there was a commercial for the own network, the one with the balloons. Have you seen it? Mm, balloons? No. There's all these balloons floating up all over the city okay. in three different colors, and then they merge together, and one spells O, and one spells yeah. W, and one spells N. I don't like these primary colors, the logo. I don't like I, it. I like the balloon idea. I think it's kind of cute, and I like it. But the Oprah's copy is... Yeah. <clears throat> Imagine every song I've ever heard. Imagine every person I've ever talked to. Oh, my God. Imagine every story that ever moved me to tears. In other words, imagine all my stuff. Yeah, it's imagine all my stuff. This is all, one step closer to being me. Yeah. Which I keep waiting for be. her to say, 
Imagine every cinnamon roll I threw away and then picked out of the garbage can and then threw away and then picked out again <laughs> and then sprayed with Windex and ate anyway. Yeah. That's all going to be yours on own. But it was so the comedy. Imagine that pee I took last Tuesday. <laughs> That's yours. Imagine. No, it's not that pee. It's imagine every pee I ever every took. Every pee I ever took. Every fart I ever farted. Mm. You know what I mean? Like every. She's really, <laughs> really surprisingly dismissive. That's the word. It's dismissive. She's so haughty. And so there was less. Your Royal Highness in the King's Speech <laughs> than there was on than there in, is in an hour 25. of behind the I scenes at Oprah. Fucking wait! They I are kissing the wow. ring. Oh. They are groveling. There yeah. is, it is remarkable. And then to find out that these are people that she's been in the trenches with for like twenty years, ever who should really, have a little bit of yeah, some leeway and some oh. like you're gonna have to trust me on this one, Oprah. Yeah, and like, they're all running around like Rachel McAdams. They're so frightened. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the stakes are really high because it's the biggest year ever. And then, you know, Oprah doesn't like surprises. And she said that a number of times. Well, yeah. in this one episode yesterday, she said, you know, I don't like surprises. It's, it's no secret that I don't like surprises. Well, it's because my staff surprised me a few years ago with Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. And they show the footage of Mary Tyler Moore walking on the set. And that was her idol. And she always dreamed she was the black Mary Tyler Moore or whatever. And Oprah goes, and in that, excuse me, in that moment, I couldn't believe it. I was so surprised. And I did the ugly cry and I lost control and I lost control for a minute and I hate it. And I, that's why I said no more surprises ever again. And it's really this amazing window of yes, Oprah cannot be out of control for one second. Even if it's as lovely out of control. And lovely as lovely as it a, is. That's a sad, that makes me sad. That's right. a bummer. She can't receive a gift and just lose her mind in being yes. so excited to and get the gift. I have a sense of humor about. No. I want to oh. know what the gift is. And I want to select the rapper. Because I don't want to do the ugly cry. Right. The ugly cry, Oprah. But Here's a like, secret about the ugly cry. It's beautiful. Well, and also, Oprah, you're not, your career's not hinging on your looks. Right. Like, you can do the ugly cry. The ugly cries of your human thing. Yes. And we're going to, so in this one episode with the Judds. Oh, boy. They, it's penciled in. And of course, the Judds are fucking crazy bananas. No, I and love they when they show up on Oprah. Speak. They're just as passive aggressive as they've ever were, but now they ever have better terminology. Yes, yeah. for sure. It's hilarious. And I hear what you're saying, Mother. I hear what you're saying. Well, and thank you for point, listening to me, and I hear what you're saying. At one point, Y says <laughs> to her mother, You know what, Mom? That just doesn't work for me. Yeah. And Oprah goes, Oh, I just had an aha moment. That doesn't work. For me, yes, I'm gonna start saying that, and I'm in my in my head. I'm like, start saying that. Please, that's on your fucking fucking roll the tape. Yeah, I just watched yeah. 40 minutes of you. Yeah, in effect, saying shit doesn't work for you, <laughs> and at the same I... time saying, and by the way, you all work for me. Yeah, but like, it's she acts like it has never occurred. Like, I don't, Oprah, you're not someone who just suffers fools. No, you haven't been sitting there. You don't suffer your good teeth. people. You don't suffer nice people. But so she really acts like, oh, wow. that doesn't work for me is this new thing that she's discovered. But then yeah. she's going to start looking out for herself. In. Now, and now that the show is over, she's going to finally start doing something for her. <laughs> she, she says, um, okay, well, the, the judge are going to sing it and it's carved into like the fifth segment. Yeah. The judge are going to do a signature song and they have the judge. They come the night before and they do Love Can Build a Bridge with right. a big choir. Right on. And the producers have made this whole montage to go behind them 
Because the Judds singing arguably their biggest hit song in the world isn't enough. They're reuniting to go back on the road after 20 years of not touring or 10 years or whatever it is. That's not enough. No, no, no. We have to make it an Oprah aha yeah, moment. Yeah, you have they, to bring so it we have big, to kiss bigger, Oprah's bigger, ass. bigger, bigger, bigger. Oprah has to take credit for their reunion, which yeah. she had no, no part in. Yeah. So it's this montage of Oprah moments behind them, upstaging them, of Oprah giving away the cars and Oprah building the school for the girls in Africa and all these great Oprah giving moments. Oprah building Oprah, bridges. She's been building bridges for 25 years. That's the point. Yeah. So they don't have a problem with being upstaged by Oprah because yeah. they know how this works. Right. So... It's the pre-show meeting. Oprah's getting ready to walk on stage, and they're going over the segments, and she's like, okay. And it says here they're going to sing a song. What song are they going to sing? And this producer goes, well, Oprah, we really don't want to tell you because it's going to be really touching. It's kind of a tribute to you. And she goes, no, I want to know. You know I don't like surprises. I don't do surprises. And they go, well, okay. So she begrudgingly tells her it's love can build a bridge. And Oprah goes, all right, yeah, that is my favorite song. And so now she's kind of like, oh, we had to ruin the surprise. (laughs) <laughs> so like she's kind of shitting on this little it. fat white woman yeah so but they don't tell her they managed to not tell her about the montage right. that's gonna be happening behind them good so they have like three cameras on oprah you only get one take at this stuff the studio's there everyone's afraid of oprah the judges are on stage love can build a bridge the montage starts and they're showing the camera crew is showing you just the one close-up monitor of oprah not right. what the director is showing to in the syndicated feed, right. but just the one that's static on her. And the moment that the montage starts, because Op- Oprah's pretending to sing the words, you know how she does when yeah. she's in the audience, in her special <laughs> Oprah light. Yeah, so she's mumbling. And then she sees herself on the big screen, and suddenly she becomes very alert, and her face responds like, oh shit, this is something I didn't know about. I don't know if I... But she knows there's a camera on her. So this... To watch the wheels turning in her head yeah. in a not very positive way is yeah. really awesome. Yeah. And then she starts crying because she's touched at how beautiful this montage is. Yeah. And so she cries and she thanks them and that's the end of the show. Goodbye, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching Oprah season 25. And they finish and the producers are all hugging the Judds. That was great television. And the Judds are like, we did it. We pulled it off. We surprised Oprah. We got you, Oprah. That was so great. And Oprah's like, yes. Oh, I loved it. That was wonderful. Oh, I'm so nervous now. The Judds leave the room. I'm going to shit. And she turns to that producer and she goes, don't you ever surprise me like that again. And they go, but Oprah, it was wonderful. It was such good TV. And she goes, don't ever do that to me again. And especially not this early in the season. And it's this really uncomfortable moment of- Oprah being an asshole and also being calculating like, I can't start crying about my last yeah. season no, in we September. Gotta shit. She literally goes, you need to save that for April or May, but not September. And it's like, how in this moment when you just are drying your eyes, you can still step outside of it enough to go, it's too soon for me to start crying. Like yeah. you're plotting it out. Oh yes. Oh, it's Every so vulgar tear I've ever shed. It's just awful. And you've got to watch the show. Yeah. It's amazing. I can't wait. Well, the end of the commercial for the Oprah Network, her last line is, this is going to be good. But it sounds kind of <laughs> like she doesn't quite believe it herself. It's or like, heads will fucking roll. It's kind of like, this is going to be good. <laughs> she's got her fingers crossed. Like, she's oh. not. she doesn't even know. She's kind of like, you could tell she doesn't really. The episode, she's did you afraid. see the episode where they went back to the small town where the guy with AIDS had jumped in the pool. I had it on while I was doing things because that's the kind of episode God, it was. You're so cold hearted. No, I, I've seen well, glimpses of it. But... That almost killed a man. That, yeah. And the, I mean, the producer. Yeah. He literally almost killed himself getting that show together. And Oprah fucking breezes in that morning 
and they have this huge RV for her as a green room and just her lack of gratitude and her big ass and her, she's just so much less nice to people than I had imagined. I imagined her being, we've joked about her a lot over the years, but I imagined, come on, she's fucking Oprah. She's better than us. And, and also with cameras on her. Right. And also she's it's gonna, that thing that Joan is always so much nicer than she's required to be in any for given moment. Sure. She's it's always sort of just the opposite. nicer. Yes, she's really nice. And and it's like to see that Oprah just isn't that way. At all. Joan chooses to be that way, and Oprah has clearly chosen not to be. And I'm not saying Oprah's an asshole, but there's there is evidence to support that should someone say it. Well, and that, was the working title. that was the working title of that behind yes. the scenes show. And that's the thing yeah. that Oprah is now broadcasting it. Yeah. And I think that might speak to her further lack, how far out of touch she really is. I can't wait to that see That she this. thinks this, this is, is riveting behind the scenes, but it is, yeah. but not in a good way. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Ugh. I love it. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, so it's it's awesome. Also, that Bette Midler epi- yes, that Bette Midler thing was such a piece of shit. I deleted Not good. it. I deleted, deleted it and reprogrammed for it. To you, needed to, you needed to do it for I you. I needed to do the action of deleting <laughs> it. I was so angry at her after that. Was it fucking, live or was it a pre-taped? It's a pre-taped one, and it's an hour long, edited down from the hour and a half show. Right on. That's a lot of. That's not very much. It's not very much, and there's a lot of unnecessary bullshit. That's the stuff that would be edited out. Yeah. Like. Does she do Dolores Delago in the wheelchairs? No wheelchairs. Fuck. But she does all the self. My friend said to me, self. And that's yeah. kind of the best part. And I've never really liked it that much when she sings. But God, she really is a fan of herself. And they don't use the stage well. And it's just. It's not. It's a it's bummer. It's kind of poorly done. Well. But. um. Yeah, it made me just not like her that much. All right. So I deleted it and then re-recorded it for you. You're going to get it like Tuesday night or something. I love that you had to delete it. I had to. Um, I, on Christmas Day, I went and saw Country Strong before I flew to London with my friends. So uh, really, so if the plane had gone down in the ocean, that was going to be the last thing. Country Strong. First of all. It's really good, isn't it? First of all, Gwyneth Paltrow's part isn't huge. It's not, it's. They're building it as a big star yeah. vehicle for her. Leighton Meester's on screen as much as she is. Right. And so's the guy, the young guy, mm-hmm. who I didn't know from Adam, but who I quite liked. You want to li- know him now? I want to know him now. His yeah. name's Bud or something in the show. Bud. It's, um, it's a really strange movie because yeah. it's kind of soap opera-y and, it's, and like weird things happen. That ain't happen. that great? No, it's odd. It's kind of hmm. – I, I laughed at some of it. Because anytime you get a, you know, a drunken, you know, Yehu. diva, yehoo with a bottle, throwing a bottle around, you know. Yeah. Um, this sounds like an Amy Poehler character. It kind of is, you know, and it's just random and weird. And Leighton Meester, I never watched Gossip Girl, so all I know her from is being made fun of mercilessly on Fashion Police. <laughs> yeah. I liked her in this movie. Yeah. She, But I don't know if she did her own singing or singing. Yeah. But um, it's a weird movie. I wish I had more thoughts about it, but I've, I've been to another country, and, and <laughs> I lost a lot of them. Well, speaking of fashion, please. Yes. The year-end episode yes. is belly laughs. I was – I mean, I knew everything really? was going to happen. Really? Because I thought I it was, was like a lot of on the stuff couch. we've already covered. No, I'm on – it's really well edited. And oh, I can't wait. It's, it's, it's good. so fucking funny from beginning to end. Every second of it is just delicious. 
Oh, and it's so it makes great. Me so proud. Yeah, I was really thrilled. But the second to the last episode is horrible. Is that the one with Kelly Osborne or with um, Serena Williams? Yes, and they were letting some something is happening that has to stop. Yeah, and I don't want to have a conversation with Joan about it because that'll take it to you know Joan will handle it and that'll yeah. be uncomfortable for people. But yeah. they're letting the tapings. You know, it's a 22 minute show and that particular show was 19 minutes over. Yeah. Which basically means we had twice as much show as we needed. Right. And what that does is it puts all the control in the hands of the people that are editing the show. Right. And they edit the show to have it be a four person panel of four people that speak equally. And so what they ended up doing was cutting out about 45% of Jones jokes and giving everyone a chance to talk. And I think it's the Joan Rivers Tells Jokes show. Right. Not the four people with each talking 25% of the time. Right. And we're going to have to, I mean, conversations are going to have to be had this week about that. Because it's a real problem. Because we had a great show that could have been made. Right. But they cut out, literally, they cut out half of Joan's jokes. Right. Like, a number of times there would be a picture and Joan would never do a joke about it. Yeah. Because other people on the panel were talking, giving their criticism of the outfit. And it's like, but we all, Joan always has to do a joke on the picture. 100% of the time, always, always. Yeah. Every outfit for sure. Yeah. And so it's really, and you know, Joan doesn't watch the show, but she asks me every week, how was last week's show put together? Yeah. You know? And so I'm like in this position where I really don't want do you know what I mean I have to tell Joan the truth but I also don't want to be like the tattletale person it's going to be tricky this week is the point right and I tried to have that conversation at a meeting with all of us yeah a couple weeks ago and it really was not meant with a lot of support for me so I let it lie and then boy oh boy so there have been two episodes since that first meeting where I was shot down. One was a full-on home run, and the other one was, you know, a nightmare. So but I don't. I haven't seen it, so I can't yeah. comment. So I don't know. It's troubling. But also, you're you're there, you're Jones guy, you know. Sure. And and I agree that it, everyone's there because she's funny and wants to see her be funny. Right. But I do think there's somehow finding a balance where the other people are there, you know, say something or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, finding they should the right say, balance. They should say something, but, right. you know, Joan's been pretty clear that it's not supposed to be four people who all talk. They all have equal camera time. Right. You know, and uh, so, yeah, so I'm a little nervous about that. But but the show is, oh, God, it's still, it's just great. And I love that the, I'm glad that the year-ender came out good because it was a long day that day. Yeah, the year-ender is yeah. really good. fucking funny. good. So that's good. There's an, also a thing that I caught this week on TV that I think it's on VH1. And obviously it's a DVD series that Viacom just bought. They're allowed to broadcast. It's like SNL by the decade. Mm -hmm. And they do, here's the 80s. And here's right. the 90s. And here's the 2000s. And they have all these different cast members that you maybe haven't seen in a while. It's like a talking head clip show. But they're all talking about, yeah, we knew Belushi, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we knew that Chris Farley was, he was so funny. We all loved him, but we knew he was a ticking time bomb. And there was no one that could have saved him. And he really tried. And 
they talk about Phil Hartman dying and and they go through and when every cast big people would leave the show and how those first shows were so horrible because we had so much you know he was like our go-to guy and we didn't know and there's a lot of like the writers talking about writing for certain characters mm -hmm. and how it's really fascinating and I really recommend that people watch it it's very self-congratulatory yeah, I feel like I remember when they did this or whatever. Is it new or was it? I think it... it's new because they're going up yeah. to, two th they're talking about 2010. And what channel is it on? It has been playing, I think, on VH1 this week. Okay. Um, and it's like two hours to talk about one decade. All right. So. Um, that show's been on. I mean, it's. I remember in high school, like, yeah. how edgy it was and doing cuttings from it. In and it is class. interesting how there was a point in the, I want to say the, late 90s maybe where the new yorker and all these major media outlets were saying should snl continue should they just quit it was right when mad tv was starting and yeah i, think I remember Barr thinking like show. it was gonna and it was like dead. it was done yeah. yeah and they really talk about fighting through that and it's just really interesting and they talk all about 9-11 right. and how hard it was to you know what are we gonna do here and it's fascinating so there's some really neat insight in my I just recommend that the podcast I love it. listeners check get, it out. Get sick and spend a week on the couch. I know you're really up to speed. But I what still time am, is it? So How have we been going? I'm so out on the Oscar movies. Let's end with talking about Oscar movies. Okay, and then I'll I'll talk about my trip next time when I'm fresher and I can remember things and be more energetic. Um, I'm desperate to see the fighter. It's great. I love it. And um, I really want to see Blue Valentine. I haven't seen it. Want to see it? I want to see Rabbit Hole. Want to see it? Uh, I still have not seen Black Swan. It's fun. It's cool. I I loved. I liked it. I wanted to like it more, maybe, but it's. I liked it. Hmm. Yeah, I wanted to be nuttier. Oh, it, really? It gets nutty, but it takes a while. Huh. But it's but good. Mila Kulis eats Natalie Portman's pussy. Yes, ish, ish. That's okay. all I'm gonna say. I like Mila Kulis in it though. Yeah, very much. All um, right. yeah, and I finally saw King's Speech, like I said, and you saw. Yeah, it. terrific. I saw that last night. Um, so, um, and then I'll talk about the plays and stuff. I saw Priscilla. I'll talk about Oh that. my God. You I saw know. Priscilla? In London, yes. Did you love it? I liked it very much. I liked Billy Elliot more in New York, which yeah, we'll, we'll go into. Yeah. Um, so we've got, um, lots to discuss. That's exciting. I also know. for the LA, uh, podcast listeners, there's some shows coming to Casita del Campo that are going to be great. Oh, good. Uh, Varla Jean right is on. coming and she, her shows are always fun. Right. On. And then Dina Martina is coming and it's, I only, I think it's like one weekend in January. I don't know who that is. I think From it's like Provincetown? the 18th, 19th or the 19th, 20th, 21st or something like that. Um, it's the same weekend as mismatch game. Okay. But I think it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think she's doing, Yeah, we're doing just Friday, Saturday. So, um, but I really recommend people check out Dina Martina. She's weird and super, super funny. And I promise you will laugh and have a great time. And Casita would be a great place because it's a yeah. small venue. Okay, good. Um, I'm trying to go see that. So you have mismatch game coming up. Yes. 20, 20th and wait, 21st, and 22nd, whatever's Friday, Saturday. And are you hearing back from people? I have, I did, but I just, I, I haven't really gone through my emails yeah, yet. Right. I just sent it out yesterday. So I'm glad that you powered through and did this. Podcast I did. I know. Us. Next time I'll have lots of stories from across the pond. Yes, as it were. that's excellent. And we and also will answer some viewer emails. Yes, for sure. It's been a while and since we've done that. We want to hear discuss, from you. For sure. You can always email us at thecomedycouch at uh, gmail.com. That's the comedy couch no spaces 
at gmail.com. You can find me at TonyTripoli.com. You can find Dennis at DennisHensley.com. Yes, and, and of subscribe course, for my Facebook. newsletter on there because I do a, week, a, monthly, a weekly, monthly Jesus Christ. Jesus. I'm so tired. <laughs> a monthly newsletter on there, and it'll have lots of fun info and stuff on that it. That is exciting. And you can, and you can like, subscribe on my web yes. page. And I want to know if we have any listeners in Sacramento, because I'm going to be opening for Joan March 13th in Sacramento. That's so exciting. And I want there to be some podcast listeners there. And How far is it from San Francisco? Not that far, right? I mean, it's a couple hours. It's, yeah. yeah. I don't know, but... Does Maybe. that make you nervous, the thought of it? No, I'm thrilled so and I'm very, very excited. Have and you I'm thought actually, about what you would say? Yeah, I think I have the exact 25 worked out right now. Right on. Um, and I think I'm going to do a show here in L.A. next Saturday night, the 8th. Um, and I think I'm going to do that 25 minutes and tape it, record and it. see how it goes. And then email that, send that to her people and be like, here's the 25 I think I want to do. Yeah. Because I know there's a lot of rules what you can and can't say and stuff. So yeah. I want to just maybe get it do cleared it right. so there's That's no right. surprises. Yeah. That's right. But also check out Dr. Kiss, the world's greatest yes. lip balm. You can get that at vanitymark.com. And that that's is Mark right. with a K, not right on. Mark with a T. And um, that's it, I guess. We'll have more next time. <laughs> I'm so out of it, you guys. You're I'm out sorry. of it. That's okay. We love you for listening. Thank <laughs> you for listening to The Comedy okay. Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. Goodbye. Bye.